Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 MKKNW, the Friday, June 12th virtual show because of COVID-19. COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually, but you can listen to us on our podcast as well as we'll air on 1150 AM KKNW at Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8, 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Bring in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it can affect your money. If you're hearing on our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for today's show, we will have a panel conversation with both of our, well, all three of our guests on the show today, Lei Wang of Journey with Lei, motivation speaker and author. And we also have Corey Brewer and Rob Gaska of Windermere Property Management, Lori Gill and Associates. And then we'll have a separate conversation with Lei, and we're going to talk about how to tap into the power of experiment to reach new heights of success. And Corey and Rob from Windermere, we're going to have a conversation around the rental market reaction to COVID-19 pandemic. Great information and guests in studio for more information on any topic discussed or again to connect with our guests. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online to themoneyhour.com. And now, as we do each week, we'll start out today's show with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. All right, Keelan, it's all uh, it's all about you now. What do you got going on? Um, well, I, I have to do it. I don't know. Maybe the listeners are going to be bored with me and buying my house, but it's like a soap opera and I can't help myself. So this is like four weeks in a row that I'm going to talk about this, but this is a funny one. And uh, I, I want to talk about etiquette. And so, and I haven't even told you about this, Tina, so you're going to get some humor out of this too. But so we go to my house to measure some things um, and we want to just have a peek because uh, my other half, Angela, is buying every piece of furniture known to man at this point. And I thought it might be kind of a good idea possibly to maybe measure a thing or two uh, before she goes and heads and purchase furniture for our whole house. I don't know, just a thought. Um, so anyways, we show up and, um, my folks, my mom, um, couldn't help herself and she had to come and she wanted to see the house. She's begging. So I was like, fine, whatever. So we scheduled a time 11 AM on Sunday to go measure stuff in the house. So we're in the house kind of measuring stuff, doing our thing. And all of a sudden a stranger and ironically, I'm buying the house from a single lady is storming up the driveway through the garage into the house and just, hello, I'm Teresa. I'm the owner of the house. So for us, it was a little crazy because like that's not supposed to happen. There's etiquette, right? So we schedule time at 11. Mm -hmm. We have agents in the middle of this. The agents are supposed to buffer that. My agent had no idea. 
and it was so unbelievably awkward. Um, I walk up and I forget about COVID just because I was so nervous and weirded out by it that there's some lady in the house that I'm buying a home from and I've never met her and she's got this very stern look on her face. So I put my hand up, shake her hand. She goes, no, no, uh-uh, no. And I was like, whoa, I was like, oh, COVID, <laughs> ha, 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 uh, Corona elbows. And she was like, no, <laughs> like, all right. So I tried wow. to be as nice as possible. But she literally followed me around the house and Angela, everywhere we went around the house, Angela's talking about tearing out a fireplace and you don't want to say that in front of somebody you're buying a house. And I'm like, Angela, uh, 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 like probably, probably not, you know, uh, yeah, sure. Um, and then move, like awkwardly move on to the subject. So I got chased around the house that I'm buying literally by the owner. She explained to me about the beers that eat the sprinkler heads and she was trying to sell me her lawnmowers and her barbecues and uh, all that. She looked at my agent and she goes, who's that guy? And I was like, oh, that's my best friend from kindergarten. And my agent she goes, oh, okay. So it was just the, the store, moral of the story here is there's buyer's etiquette and make sure before you go to the house that the listing party is not there because experiencing that firsthand, I haven't even heard about this in the million of transactions that I do. Experiencing that firsthand was an extremely, extremely awkward position for me and my family. So we got through it. It's fine. Yeah. It is what it is. We were cordial. We were nice. And I was as polite. I understand where she's coming from, you know, sad that she's selling the house and everything. But um, it was so ridiculously awkward. I it didn't leave my brain since I left on Sunday and now it's Thursday. So, um, but it's okay. We, we're going to be there shortly. We close in eight, oh, seven days now. So I'm excited. Yay. That is so awesome. Well, and you know, you can bring into the money chat, your home experience as much as you want. This is the money hour and it's about experiences around anything money. And you are the co-host of the show and listeners want to hear Gina. what's happening with you. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I love hearing all the, uh, the updates. We're so busy in our uh, mortgage practice. We don't get an opportunity to connect and talk personally because we're always just focused on the task at hand, which is helping others get in successfully to their home. So use this space, uh, Keelan. It's fun to uh, to hear about it. And so, well, I I just feel like I'm boring four weeks in a row. So this is a nice balance. So I'm going to give you some updates, a few updates here. Tuesday, the Fed left rates unchanged at zero and said that they expect them to remain at zero through 2022. When asked about when the Fed is thinking about raising rates, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said, we're not even thinking about thinking about raising rates. The Fed will continue to purchase mortgage-backed securities and treasuries at the current level, meaning that they don't plan to taper those purchases any further. But their forecasts were a bit eye-opening on the gross domestic product GDP. Uh, many think that we're going to a decline of 6.5% in 2020, but then a 5% gain in 2021 and a 3.5% gain in 2022. It's so weird to say 2022. It feels like it's so far away, but we're actually two years. Uh, but after dropping uh, so much in 2020, you really need an 8% gain to make it all back. Now, their unemployment rate forecasts are calling for 10% in 2020 and then 7% in 2021 and 5% in 2022, meaning that the unemployment may stick around longer than many expect. Also, they predict that there will be really no inflation in 2020 and around 1.5% in 2021. Signs of a slow economy, but good signs for low rates. 
Well, there were 1.5 million individuals who filed for unemployment benefits for the last for the first time last week, which is in line with estimates. Continuing claims, which measures people continuing to receive benefits, decreased by 339,000 to 20.9 million. When you add the following two weeks in of the initial claims, since the number is back looking, there are roughly 25 million individuals receiving benefits. Factoring in the amount of new claims, continuing claims, and the labor force, we estimate that there uh, will be 16.7% unemployment rate currently. Now, when you try to estimate how many new jobs PPP has temporarily created, we think that the unemployment rate could be closer to 20% without it. Now, the Consumer Price Index, CPI, which measures inflation on the consumer level, came in at a negative 0.1% in the month of May. The year-over-year -year reading decreases from 0.3% to 0.1%. Now, CoreLogic's equity report shows that homeowners gained 6.5% in equity the past year. And from uh, 2010, they gained 106,000. So negative equity is significantly improved down from 26% in 2010 to 3% in 2020. Homeowners have a lot of equity in their homes. 95% have a loan to value below 90% and 87% have a loan to value below 80%, which means that there's big, big opportunities for debt consolidation or our move up buyers and some of the other things that I've brought into Money Chat. Now, refinances were up 11% and are still up 80% year over year. The refinance share of mortgage activity increased to 61.3% of total applications from 59% the previous week. Now, last, uh, just talking a little bit about uh, what's going on for all of us, it may be time to start getting a little bit closer. The World Health Organization, who reported that it's very rare for the coronavirus to spread from individuals who are asymptomatic. While this is a good thing, it's hard to know if someone is truly asymptomatic, that's a hard word for me to say today, or just has been very mild case with little symptoms. So it's also important to know that infected people can still spread the virus before experiencing any symptoms. So just a little bit of uh, information there to back up all the, the personal fun stuff that Keelan uh, starts, uh, shares with us uh, for the last few weeks. And that is your money chat. Coming up next in the money hour, a panel conversation with our guest, Lei Wang of Journey with Lei, motivational speaker and author, and Corey Brewer and Rob Gaska of Windermere Property, Laureate Gillen Associates, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. Have you ever considered rental property as an investment option? Windermere Property Management, Lori Gillen Associates, are the local leader in residential property management and guides property owners through the ever-changing waters of the rental housing industry. Lori Gillen Associates currently manages over 2,000 rental units throughout the greater Seattle area and for over 15 years have helped clients achieve outstanding results. They consistently outperform their competitors in terms of market time 
and rental pricing, maximizing their clients' bottom line while providing excellent service for their tenants. Lori Gillen Associates have consistently held nearly a quarter of the market share in King and Snohomish counties on the Northwest Multiple Listing Service and look forward to continue helping rental property owners achieve their goals as housing providers. The legal landscape surrounding the landlord-tenant industry is changing by the day and Lori Gillen Associates are proud to serve as a representative, as a voice, and as an advocate for their clients. They're also deeply committed to fostering and maintaining successful relationships with their tenants. Hey, this is Corey Brewer from Windermere Property Management, Lori Gill and Associates. For more information about how we can assist you with all your property management needs, please call us at 425-455-5515 or visit our website at wpmnorthwest.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to Money Hour at 1150 AM KNW, the Friday, June 12th virtual show because of COVID-19. Our show has temporarily virtually. Not sure when we're going to get back into studio. We're kind of having fun in this space. Uh, but you can also listen to our show on podcast or on air on Saturdays at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It is a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, so we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to the moneyhour.com. And now on our show, a panel conversation with our guest, Lei Wang of Journey with Lei. We also have Corey Brewer and Rob Gaska of Windermere Property Management, Lori Gill and Associates. And before we get started, I want to go ahead and read a couple bios here. Uh, I want to share a little bit about our guests before we have their individual segments. Lei Wang was the first Asian woman to complete the Explorer's Grand Slam, a journey to the summit, summit of the highest mountains of each of seven continent and to the North and South, South Pole. As she endured outstanding hardships and overcame life-threatening obstacles, she explored what motivated her to risk her life and achieve this difficult and a difficult feat. She asked herself what motivated and empowered to succeed and made an astonishing discovery. She realized that excitement is the force motivates and empowers everyone of us to take action and even do what seems impossible at the risk of our lives. She saw that excitement is what transformed her from a typical city girl from Beijing to a record setting. She saw the excitement in the force that can propel all of us to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Lay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here today. And we've got Lay over there on uh, mute. It's all good. We'll talk with Lay in just <laughs> in a couple minutes here. Also, we have Corey uh, Brewer and we have Rob Gaska. And a little bit about Corey. Uh, Corey is a general manager at Windermere Property Management, Lori Gill and Associates. He's assumed this role in 2011 after nine years of residential real estate sales in the Seattle area. Corey's primary focuses are quality control, 
legal compliance, and brokering training. Rob Gaska is the Director of Commercial Property Management at WPMLGA after managing a residential portfolio as a top producer for over 10 years. He assumed this new corporate leadership role to further development and uh, for the company's position in the local commercial market space. So just wanted to share a little bit about our guests as we get into our panel conversation. So let's start with uh, Corey. Why not? He's at the top of my list here on the video. So I'm going to start with you, buddy. Um, I know everything's been kind of crazy. We had COVID and then uh, we turned into riots and just just mayhem. And I mean, it's been a really weird time. 2020, uh, we'll look back on this year as it's definitely the funkiest of my life. I'm curious to know um, kind of how is this in current environment? Is How is it affecting your business? And Rob, you can jump in here too if you want, but I'm going to get to you after. <laughs> Uh, first of all, Keelan, I want to know who did the loan on your, uh, your house purchase. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, technically I can't do my own loan. We have to go through corporate, but, uh, because, uh, what we do and produce for the company, we get a little discount. So we yeah, uh, hook that up. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, but how has it changed our business? Um, you name it. The, the biggest thing has been, um, following, the, the new legal uh, guidelines that we're being given on, I mean, it's almost a daily basis, um, that some rule is either changed or tweaked or introduced. Um, and on the back end, um, we have to, like, across every department in our company, figure out how we're going to update this form or change the wording in that form or create a new form to suit the situation. Um, while uh, coaching our clients, um, along the right path as well. Uh, and so it, it's, a, it's an equally important conversation internally with what we're going to do with our clients and um, protecting their interests. And then uh, just as equally important, the relationship with the tenants um, and managing that side of it, uh, being, it's juggling a lot of balls at one time. Um, and it's been, I mean, obviously like nothing we've ever seen before. Um, and who knows, may never see again. It, we're, we're fortunate that we're in a pretty stable industry here, uh, as opposed to airlines or restaurants, for example, who have been completely uh, blown out of the water with this. Um, relatively speaking, we've been able to kind of charge on, and that's been, we're grateful for that. Yeah, my, uh, my other half, she's in multifamily property management, and I would say closely following those things uh, is the renter laws are insane right now uh, and how quickly you guys were affected. And I mean, um, you, I heard you couldn't, you can't evict people and there's all kinds of stuff. People quit paying rent. So uh, there's, you know, a lot more than that than I, but I was shocked to hear about how that's affected that part of the business. Uh, what about you, Rob? What, what do you have to add to that, how it's affected your business as well? Oh, mute, Rob. There you go. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Sorry Perfect. About that. I was That's stating okay. you, and you and I have a lot in common. Uh, my wife, as Corey stated, uh, just redid the entire interior, and I think parts of the exterior neighborhood as well. So I feel your, <laughs> I feel your financial pain. Um, so to answer your question, uh, boy, we could sit here for a couple hours, but uh, balancing compassion and empathy while still making practical business decisions uh, for tenants and business owners 
we work with. You know, balancing health and economics has been the biggest challenge I think I've, I've faced in, in my career. Um, you know, working with tenants and owners, you know, including my firm, LGA, to balance the financial burden in this pandemic. Because the way I saw it, you know, from the get-go was that everybody had to contribute in one way, shape, or form. Um, you know, if the owner gets mortgage relief, pass it down. If the tenants get PPP, pass it up, you know, balances everything, you know, in between evaluating the needs and financial position of the owner and the tenant. That balancing act over the last couple months has been incredible. Yeah, I could only imagine you're, you guys are definitely on the fly. So uh, late and before I, I want to ask you the same thing. We want to make sure we hit our mute button there. Um, but I want to get your feedback. You are an incredible motivational speaker who has accomplished more than uh, most I could ever imagine. Uh, this is probably just a little bump in the road for you considering, but I want to get your feedback on, on how you've adjusted. Actually, I feel this is a new opportunity for me. At starting the, the pandemics, yeah, the speaking event all canceled. We have to deliver the virtual keynotes. And then there are a lot of people actually they need help to they spend more time thinking so they have more creative ideas they want to do something more meaningful. So that created actually more coaching opportunities. So I'm helping people to build transition their business into new format or building something really meaningful projects. So I'm actually pretty excited and we're going to hear more about it later. Yeah, that is awesome. And as a keynote speaker myself, sharing my story of tragedy to triumph, it's been interesting that there's been so many more opportunities to share our messages because people are coming in and doing virtual and having a keynote because they don't have to have the investment, the same level of investment that they have to make through the venues. Uh, so it's been interesting to see that I think that there's there's going to be a lot more of messages being shared virtually versus just having a big thing once a year. So what else do you see, uh, Lay, uh, changing in your uh, your arena as far as in maybe a, a new normal uh, for you? Well, right now I'm focusing more on the coaching side of the business because speaking right now it's more. Um, going to virtual platform is a different kind of effect. However, after each event, people more need more concrete help on what they can do to move forward from here. So that creates a lot of coaching opportunities and I can see more impact on people's lives. So I'm actually really more excited. I love that. Yeah, my coaching program, my One Time Your Business Eight Week Burn, uh, shout out, you can go to uh, onetimeyourbusiness.com. I've been virtual on that for six years because it's just an easier space for an eight week course. And uh, so, but the amount of people that have come in has is so much larger because people are just at home. And so it's been interesting uh, with that. Corey, what about you? What are you seeing in, uh, we've got about two minutes left here in what you are seeing, maybe a, a new normal from where it used to be? Oh, well, um, from, a, from a business standpoint, obviously people working from home, uh, and it sounds like that by and large, in a lot of ways is gonna be here to stay. Um, and, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later, but what I have, <laughs> driving into the office this morning, there were a lot more cars uh, on the freeway than there have been for the past like three months. 
and the the lack of traffic out on the freeway has been amazing and i have loved it because i've actually been one of the few people coming into the office every day um and i kind of hope people keep working from home so our uh traffic congestion um isn't as bad as uh as it is historically so that's been an interesting change of pace yeah isn't it so true and as you can see uh keelan and i and victoria if she was on camera but she's not during this space she's behind scenes but we're still working from home we've got a beautiful office uh we're in a position to be able to go back in but we're definitely not going to stay working from home and working remotely that's for sure but as of now why make a rush going back in we're still trying to figure things out uh, it's been really interesting to see uh, how effective and efficient everybody has been even though at home now forced to be at home because we can't go anywhere. So it'll be interesting to see the dynamics of if anything changes with that when you actually have the ability to go out again. But anyway, so yeah, well, great panel conversation. I appreciate uh, uh, that. It's, it's fun to kind of just have a conversation with all of us. Uh, but coming up next on the Money Hour, tap into the power of excitement to reach new heights of the success. Lei Wang of Journey with Lay, motivational speaker and author, right here at 1150 AM, KKFW. Would you like to attract clients more powerfully? Would you like to take your business to new peaks of success that you've never dreamed of? Would you like to make a powerful impact in this world? Lei Wang is the first Asian woman to complete a feat called Explorer's Grand Slam, in which she ascended the summits of the highest mountains on each of the seven continents and skied to the North and South Poles as she endured outstanding hardships and overcame seemingly insurmountable obstacles. She discovered excitement is the driving force that motivates and empowers every one of us and is the secret to innovation, peak performance, and extraordinary achievement. Today as a speaker and coach, Lay is passionate about inspiring and coaching individuals and organizations to tap into the power of excitement to reach new heights. Please email me lay at journeywithlay.com for your free consultation. That is L-E-I at journeywithlay.com. Let me help you and your team to reach your highest aspirations. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you're listening to The Money Hour, 1150 AM, KKNW, the Friday, June 12th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually, but you can listen to us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, we have Lei Wang of Journey with Lei motivation speaker and author. And we're gonna be talking about tapping into your power of excitement to reach new heights of success. Okay, Leigh, well, welcome uh, again. Very happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. So many of our uh, audience have heard your story. I know many people in the community have with all of the, the 
keynote speaking that you're doing and definitely people that are regular listeners to the show on our previous shows when we have you. Uh, but many new audiences have not. So, Leigh, do you mind briefly telling us again, how did you get into climbing? And did you grow up as an athletic person? Actually, quite the opposite. I grew up a typical city girl in Beijing. Both my parents are engineers. And like most Chinese kids, all I did was study, study. So at the age of eight, I dreamed of becoming a writer later a scientist, then a doctor, but never an athlete, and certainly not a mountaineer. Actually, when I was in school, I was barely able to pass PE test each year. In 2004, inspired by a documentary movie, Touching the Void, I got curious about mountaineering. I go from reading everything I can find about mountaineering to researching what it actually takes to climb a mountain. And not just any mountain, but Everest, the highest one in the world. As I conclude that an ordinary person can climb Everest, I got excited. So what do I do? Being a bit of a nerd, I make an Excel spreadsheet. I list all the skills I need to learn, the training trip I need to take. And I create a timeline. I got a plan. So that's how I get started on this journey. I love that line. We've had you come in and do your keynote for uh, My Power Hour Lunch and Learn. And when you see the, we're not in the space or the time uh, today, but see the images of her out in that mountain, it's actually going to, it's going to bring a tear to my eye. Because it was just amazing how you actually bring people right in that moment and exactly what it actually looks like when, when you were there and all you can see is white snow and every you can't see anything but the snow it actually was um it's pretty amazing so again lay just uh, very happy to have you thank you sorry guys i was really confused at how it had no audio and um i apparently my headphones are the most powerful bluetooth on earth because it like literally just went onto my headphones without me knowing so i'm sorry to take away from lay here um but anyways lay so uh, can you share with us, I mean, some of these journeys and some of the things that you accomplished are absolutely incredible. Can you share with us just some of the challenges that you might have faced on your journey? Yeah, challenges. Actually, it'll be quite a challenge to list all the challenges I faced. Every step was hard. So from the beginning, training from zero athletic foundations, financial challenges, making sacrifice in career development, giving up almost all social life outside training and climbing. So it actually takes more effort to get to the mountain than the actual climbing itself. That's why so many people had the same dream, but a few made it to the starting line of the climb. And then when we get to the mountain, life is not any easier. The pains of altitude sickness, the fears of avalanche, the exhaustion from long days, and it is not just a few days. For example, Mount Everest, it takes two months to climb. Just think about it. Sleeping on a pile of rock and ice for two months. And at altitude, your immune system is so weakened that almost everyone got sick at some point. A simple cold can develop into a fetal pulmonary edema or cerebral edema overnight. Then there's the psychological pressure. 
You worry that you are not strong enough. You worry that avalanche could destroy the climbing route. The trip may end prematurely, or the weather never cooperates, and you don't even get a chance to attempt the summit. On almost every team, about one third climbers quit halfway into the expedition. So that's just a glimpse of what we face in just a few minutes. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting uh, listening to you because anybody that's listening can take this. Uh, even though you're probably not going to climb, or maybe you're not going to climb Mount Everest, you can because we all can. It's just imagine, you know, imagining being able to get through the challenges. But in your own individual businesses and what you're doing and what's happening in the economy or challenges that come up, what Leigh mentioned here, which is um, I, I just love that she's going through all of that and the pain and uh, the challenges and things to overcome, knowing that it could all be for nothing because something could happen that could take it away. Now, that's the same thing in our business to where she doesn't even have the chance to, to make that climb. Same thing can happen in our businesses, but there's always another time and everything that you go through, even at the end, something out of your control has made it not possible. It's not possible right now, but everything that you gained and the strength through that process is going to help it make it easier when you go back the second time. So Leigh, how would you, how did you motivate yourself to preserve through those hardships? I would say the powers of excitement. The excitement I'm talking about is not just the simple excitement about the climbing itself. It's not just about attempting an impossible goal. For me, I started this journey because I believed that an ordinary person can climb Everest and achieve extraordinary goals. I was on the mountain not only for my own dream, but also for those ordinary people who believe that because they hadn't achieved anything outstanding yet, they never would. I was excited about showing everyone what's possible for them. So these powers of excitement gave me the courage to keep moving forward despite all the pain and the fear. This powers of excitement motivated me to focus on making my best effort one step at a time. Leigh, I can't think of anything more exciting than climbing, climbing Mount Everest. And I think in all of our lives, we have our own little Mount Everest, right? Just these little hurdles in life that to some people seem uh, insurmountable and uh, what you've accomplished to and sharing that with people so everybody can conquer their dreams and things that seem impossible. I just, I think it's so incredible. Um, so it, I know you have your coach and you're a motivational speaker and there's many powerful messages that you could give to your customers. But if you had to give one ultimate lesson to to people um, in general, uh, what lesson would you provide them that they can learn from your journey? I bet you can guess the powers of excitement. I believe excitement is not just a force that took me to the mountaintops, but also what drives each one of us to do our best. Everyone had a mountain in our life to climb, many just at the heart at Mount Everest. And when you can tap into that power of excitement, you will have the power to endure even the most outstanding hardships. You will turn obstacles to opportunities for growth, and you will accomplish those seemingly impossible goals. So Leigh, I, I love how you uh, say one step at a time. And you know, Keelan said we all have our own Mount Everest to climb. And 
we do everything is is a reaching for something big but it's taking that one step at a time so lay what kind of people do you work with through your coaching business i love to coach leaders high achievers people with big dreams so if you're a leader you made it to the top you want to know how to lead your team to the next level i would be excited to coach you if you're a high achiever you want to make a meaningful impact in this world, I would be excited to coach you. If you have big dreams, you want to achieve something great in your life, I would be excited to coach you. I love how I you're love so it. excited in every aspect. <laughs> I am excited. I love... <laughs> how I humble, you. how humble, like everybody, you think like, lay clown mine at mount everest like it's almost unattainable but you know you have something for everybody which is just incredible well, and so Ke good for that and keelan too keelan that she she hasn't mentioned today but i have to do the shout out uh in from her culture and what her parents and um her elders expected of her was not to do this and so that was a whole nother challenge just the beginning process of being able to uh do something that nobody not only thought she could do that it wasn't possible but they absolutely did not want her to do it um so anyways i wanted to throw that that's great all the cards stacked against you and you did it anyway so considering this crazy 2020 climate we're in lay what's one piece of advice that you can give people to put that next step forward well look for the one thing that truly excites you the key in life is to do what you truly excite about and get others excited too. Excitement is what got people to buy new products, entrepreneurs to innovate, artists to create. Identify the idea you want to share, the change you want to see, who you want to help, and what you want to grow. Do what excites you, get into the action. You will create excitement necessary to make a real difference. Your team will get excited and to get your customers excited too. Exciting others is what leaders do. It's how leaders influence, impact, and achieve extraordinary success. So look for one thing that truly excites you and get into action. So true, action by taking one small step at a time. If you wanna connect with uh, Lay, get more information, you can go to Journey with Lay leilei.com journeywithlei.com we have less than a minute here lay but i would love for you to give uh, a quick tip or advice to everybody that's in sales that might be listening to us today well you know the famous sales salesman zig ziglar said sales is a transfer of emotion so when you are truly and deeply excited about what you do about your product product your service you will get your customers excited so tap into that power of excitement. It's a key to any sales. I love Lay, it. Thank Lay, you again for being here. Thank you. Um, all right, coming up next on the money are the real market reaction to COVID-19 pandemic. We have Corey Brewer and Rob Gaska of Windermere Property Management, Lori Gillen Associates, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Have you ever considered rental property as an investment option? 
Windermere Property Management, Lori Gill & Associates are the local leader in residential property management and guides property owners through the ever-changing waters of the rental housing industry. Lori Gill & Associates currently manages over 2,000 rental units throughout the greater Seattle area and for over 15 years have helped clients achieve outstanding results. They consistently outperform their competitors in terms of market time and rental pricing, maximizing their clients' bottom line while providing excellent service for their tenants. Lori Gillen Associates have consistently held nearly a quarter of the market share in King and Snohomish counties on the Northwest Multiple Listing Service and look forward to continue helping rental property owners achieve their goals as housing providers. The legal landscape surrounding the landlord-tenant industry is changing by the day and Lori Gillen Associates are proud to serve as a representative representative, as a voice, and as an advocate for their clients. They're also deeply committed to fostering and maintaining successful relationships with their tenants. Hey, this is Corey Brewer from Windermere Property Management, Lori Gill & Associates. For more information about how we can assist you with all your property management needs, please call us at 425-455-5515 or visit our website at wpmnorthwest.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you're listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, June 12th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually, but you can listen to us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We bring in studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. We're here to help you in today's economy. And now in studio, we have Corey Brewer and Rob Gast of Windermere Property Management, Lori Gillen Associates, the rental market reaction to the COVID-19 pandemic right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome, Corey and Rob. Thanks for joining the show today. I'm excited to be here. Pleasure's all mine. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you. So let's start out with Corey. Um, Corey, I, I know it's, we talked a little bit about in our panel conversation about some of the challenges. Um, what do you think And for you guys? I mean, I know the, the cards are really stacked against you on how rapidly things are coming and, you know, your, your, your people are drinking out of a fire hose from the education that you have to give them in this process. So what is your greatest challenge that you think right now as far as residential rental housing and how you've kind of overcome that over the last few months? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, going back to kind of what we were talking about earlier, there, there's a lot of panic and uncertainty um, in the world in general. Um, and I don't know that there's any uh, industry that has been unaffected by this. I, I think it, it's touched everyone in its own unique way. But um, the, our, our biggest challenge, again, has just been the, okay, here's the rules for today. And then guess what? They change tomorrow. And then they change the next day. And then they go back to the one from before. And so it's been a bit of a scramble here on the back end from a, from a um, correspondence standpoint. Uh, I mentioned earlier, we've had to create a bunch of new forms that we've never used before. Um, the real estate industry and, and rental industry is very form heavy. Um, and so we've got to have all of our T's crossed and I's dotted. Um, and that is something that every single department within our company needs to be very conscientious of. Because um, one of the biggest changes 
has been the tone of communication that we're allowed to have with our tenants. Um, we, we've had to word things very differently. It's maybe the same message that we're getting across, but we've had to significantly change how things are worded. Um, and so we've really had to kind of relearn how we're doing a lot of our everyday normal processes. Um, and then again, uh, we just learned that. And then the following week, we kind of have to do it all over again because um, the, the rules have been restructured again. Um, so it's been, it, it keeps us on our toes, um, keeps us engaged. Um, and so it's not all bad. Yeah, and I, I like what you said, uh, Corey, because I hope what comes out of this is majority of people's bad habits of not being able to adjust to change will now be their new habit of being able to adjust to change because everybody's been forced to have to change. And that is really what we need to do to continue to grow in our businesses. And so really excited to see if everybody now has enough time to create better habits around embracing change. So Rob, what has been your greatest challenge in commercial property management over the uh, past few well, uh, I can kind of piggyback on what Corey was saying and, you know, communication. And I think um, in terms of from a residential standpoint, making sure that they're following all the rules and the regulations um, is important. On our side, on the, on the commercial side, it's a little bit more different, as I, I mentioned, balancing compassion and empathy along with making solid business decisions. You know, what we're doing right now is we're, we're almost like a business coach um, and and Lee motivated me beyond over the last couple of minutes. So thank you. Um, we are we are kind of like a business coach and we're evaluating the needs and the financial position of each owner and tenant, evaluating the tenant vertical market. Are they retail? Are they office? You know, are they essential? You know, can their employees work from home? Are they able to generate revenue? Uh, or are they completely shut down? So that uh, that was very invasive. Um, we had to be able to understand, you know, do the ownership groups of these businesses have the resources and the bank accounts to, to sustain two to four months of a closed economy? You know, the de a dental office versus a drive-through independent coffee shop ownership and resources are different. And so we have to be able to balance those. You know, we're again on a, on a, on a personal or on a business, you know, being a little bit more invasive is, you know, we're asking for revised business plans to determine if the plan makes sense. You know, are they able to get PPP? And if not, you know, what are the challenges that they're facing? So we would want to go above and beyond to be able to uh, assist them because not every business owner has the same level of resources or tools or, you know, education for that matter. So we're evaluating all that along with making sure that we are up to date with every single resource that we have. And that enthusiasm that Lee was saying, that was, that was what energized us and my team was to be able to go in and really try to find ways to help them, ways change their methods because no matter who you are in this post COVID world, your methods are going to change, whether they're going to be remote uh, in terms of meetings, remote, uh, you know, meetings and, and conferences, uh, just so many different things that we tried to add uh, to 
assist our tenants and owners, but also balancing um, the needs of Lori Gill Associates as property management. So those are those are some of the biggest challenges. Yeah, you know, I'm going to give you guys a shout out because me and Tina, I mean, we we always talk about this is get experts. You guys are a huge support system for people. I, one of the examples that we talked about at one point was like a restaurant. Like I heard some statistic from, I forgot what it was, one of these big restaurateurs or whatever you call them. Um, he said a year, year, if your restaurant uh, has 1.25 million in revenue, you might get 150,000 net. And so like without that, uh, translation of goods into, you know, making money, which is a lot of times they're not making money till the last couple of days of the month, all these challenges, these business, especially on the commercial side, it's crippling and really scary. So for those out there, a call to action, get some experts in your corner, like Rob and Corey, who can help you navigate this, not your first rodeo. You guys are dealing with every business under the sun right now. So, um, you know, you, you guys can go out there and assist and you, and people can rely on the fact that you can have some solutions for them. So, uh, you know, if you're a commercial business owner, reach out to these guys and get some knowledge because that's all you got at this point. And who knows how, what this is going to turn into and how long it's going to be. Now, Corey talked on the rental market side, you know, if you're investing in the properties that translates into collecting rent. If you're, you know, if you own a property and you're not getting any rent, you're taking on that mortgage. Uh, that could be a huge uh, issue for somebody that owns a, a you know, a, a rental property. So uh, how are you helping Corey on that front of things? How are people doing on collecting rent and how are you supporting your tenants, you know, on, on that end of the business to help them to get through these tough times? Yeah, thank you. Um, glad you brought this one up, and um, this is something we're really proud of, and it's something I'm excited to talk about. Um, w for the past few months, we have we've actually been able to collect over 97% of rents on the residential side for our clients, which is higher than most reports you read out there. Um, so we are we are really really proud of that number. Um, I think that speaks to the the level of high touch relationship that we have with our tenants. Um, and uh, probably the, the, the leap that I want to take is what we've been able to do uh, in helping our tenants. We, we were able to connect dozens of our tenants with an organization called Housing Connector. I think everybody out there, if you have an interest in residential housing, housingconnector.com, they were able to provide rental assistance for dozens of our tenants who, in turn, were able to make their payment not fall behind, and that keeps our clients whole, um, which is fantastic. Um, that's a win-win for everyone. And um, the other stuff that, that we're pretty proud of uh, that we were involved in was uh, very early on with this, we made the corporate decision to stop charging late fees of any kind. Um, and we also started offering people payment plans. Now, both of those things eventually became legal requirements, but uh, we were kind of on the leading edge with those types of things. Rob was talking earlier about the, the compassionate nature of the relationship. And um, I, I'm really proud that we kind of took a leading step in, in that direction. Love that. Um, so Rob, let's talk about you know, what you're anticipating as far as changes to the office and the retail uh, leasing landscape going forward. Uh, well, boy, oh boy, um, landlords aren't going to really like to hear it, but it's going to change from a landlord market to a tenant market, uh, without a doubt. Uh, it won't be crazy, but certainly up to 10% drops 
you know, in, in certain segments and certain markets, lots of subleases, um, lots of tenants uh, are going to be uh, unable to fulfill their leases. And so we're going to, uh, in their behalf, uh, put their uh, space on the market uh, to get a sublease to cover uh, their current lease. Um, the, the need for office space will be much lower. It's interesting because right now being able to work remotely, having, um, having employees work in different shifts, uh, the percentage of employees that you're going to need or that are required uh, as far as capacity now is going to change, you know, office space from 50,000 square feet of need to 40, from 40 to 30, from 30 to 20. So there's going to be some movement there. Um, you know, the, you know, I believe that, you know, retail is going to struggle. There's no doubt it was struggling before COVID. And right now with the capacity restrictions, you're definitely going to see uh, some changes there. Uh, what we're trying to do more than anything is, is innovate. I believe now what I've learned, what my team has learned and what um, we're understanding is that we're going to have to be bigger and faster and stronger and smarter. We're going to have to work more intelligently. We're going to have to find ways uh, to continue to produce business as usual. Um, and there's a good book, Who Moved My Cheese? Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever read that book, uh, but it's about- Love, love, love that book. It, it, it's one of the, the basic fundamental business books that, that I read over and over again. And that means that you need to adapt to any situation any adversity, good, any adversity, anything good, bad, or indifferent, your business is always going to need to innovate and change. And so that's really what uh, I preach, not only to my team, but to all my tenants and owners, is that we're going to have to compete, and we're going to have to compete at a higher level, and our energy levels are going to have to be that much stronger, that much better, um, to quote Lee. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> well, guys, unfortunately, the time just blew by. Uh, we're out of time, unfortunately. So I just wanted to leave it to you, Corey or Rob. What is some final advice that you could give to, I mean, on the rental side of things, as far as any, uh, you know, on the legal side or, you know, what advice would you guys leave based on where we're currently at um, and, and what you guys are seeing out there for our listeners? Okay. I'll give you two quick, two quick ones. Um, we're, what we like to see as an industry is that this panic doesn't turn into negative long-term legal changes. And so we're working hard on the back end with our legislators at every level to craft targeted, realistic policy that will help the people who actually need it, because there's a lot of people who need help right now, but it's not a blanket policy that is uh, privy to people taking advantage of it. That's number one. That's a big priority for our industry. Um, number two, what I see happening in the in the residential market on the on the buyer side as well, I think you're going to start seeing people move out of denser in-city um, high-rise living and spread out to the suburbs um, I, for health reasons, for um, for uh, maybe don't need to commute to work anymore because you're working from home reasons. There's a lot of factors that go into this, more square footage, and I think you're going to see an uptick in the accessory dwelling unit, the ADU housing product. I think you're going to see that grow for sure. Um, yeah. So there's my very quick wrap up of those two topics. Thank you. Uh, love it. Well, thank you both, uh, Rob and, and Corey, for coming into our show. And Leigh, thank you again for being here. Uh, it's really fun to kind of have this new platform 
uh, to do uh, temporarily. So really appreciate you guys. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage expert signing off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. And we look forward to talking more money with you next weekend, right here at 1150 AM, KNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.